Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today's Daily Dose goes hand in hand with yesterday's. It's kind of a part two. Yesterday we talked about Daniel chapter 9, verses 24 through 27, which refers to 70 weeks, or as many scholars and interpreters believe, 77s. Speaking of interpreters, I had a few things to say at the beginning of yesterday's podcast about how we should interpret different portions of Scripture differently and how we can still take Scripture literally, but allow for different styles of Scripture to be understood and interpreted differently. Kind of ties to what we're doing here and uh, you might want to go back and listen to that if you missed it. So I've got a buddy who I lived with in college named Justin Taylor, smart guy, who helped put together, he's the project manager for the ESV Study Bible, and I'm just going to read notes from the contributors to the ESV Study Bible relating to this portion about 70 weeks. I'm not afraid to admit when I'm out of my depth on a certain topic, and this apocalyptic stuff is certainly confusing to me. I'm not sure exactly where I land, but let me just tell you the outline quick. There's going to be three different ways that they explain that people have generally understood this, and under the third way, there's going to be three kind of subcategories about different ways to understand the beginning of the 490 years. So that's an overview of where we're going. There are many suggested interpretations of the 70 weeks or 77s, but there are three main views. First, that the passage refers to events surrounding Antiochus IV. Second, the 77s are to be understood figuratively. And third, the passage refers to events around the time of Christ. Most scholars understand the 77s to be made up of 70 times 7 years, or 490 years. We talked about that yesterday. But they apply these years to different periods of time. In any case, the important point is that God has appointed the amount of time, and thus his people should not lose heart, and we don't want to lose sight of that main point as we get into the details. First of all, those who hold the first view often understand the word to restore and build Jerusalem, which was in verse 25, to allude to Jeremiah's prophecy of the 70 years of captivity, which began in 605 BC and extended to the cleansing of the temple by Judas Maccabeus or to the death of Antiochus IV. These solutions give only an approximate fulfillment for the 70 weeks. An objection to this view is that it's hard to see how the events around Antiochus IV could fulfill the purpose for the 70 weeks. Second, scholars who hold this second view believe the 490 years to be symbolic periods of time ending in the first century A.D., Support for finding symbolism here comes from a mention of 70 in Daniel 9.2 and the connection of 7 to the weekly Sabbath, to the Feast of Weeks, to the sabbatical year, and to the year of Jubilee. These numbers can therefore imply God's perfect timing, appointment of time. The approach for this second view is simply to say that 70 times 7 symbolizes ultimate, the ultimate incompleteness, and no further specificity is implied. Another approach is to see these three broad periods in which the first period of 77s extending from Cyrus's decree allowing the Jews to return to build the temple to about the time of Ezra and Nehemiah in the 5th century. Then the 62 weeks extends from about 400 BC to the advent of Christ, and the last seven goes from the first advent 
to sometime after his death, but before the destruction of Jerusalem in 70 AD. An argument against this view is that the enumeration of 7 plus 62 plus 1 weeks seems to be intended to give much more precise chronology than just a sequence of three periods in history. In addition, the purposes for the 70 weeks do not appear to be fulfilled in AD 70. Some interpreters who hold this symbolic view suggest that it refers to periods of time ending with Christ's second coming, which would answer this last objection. The third view sees the 77s as a literal period of 490 years culminating around the time of Christ. But what starting date can be used for this? A, the starting date for this period of time is not likely to be 538 BC when Cyrus gave permission for the Jews to return to Jerusalem and rebuild the temple, for that was not a decree to build the city, and 490 years from 738 yields 48 BC, a date of no great significance. B, one reasonable possibility is the decree of Artaxerxes in Ezra 7, 12-26, which occurred in 458 BC. Though this decree still has much to do with provisions for the temple, it makes provision for magistrates and judges and thus assumes rebuilding the city would take place. And 490 years after 458 BC is exactly 33 AD, the most likely date of the crucifixion of Christ. This calculation also fits Daniel 9.24, for Christ's death accomplished the things mentioned here as what would be done in the 70 weeks, to finish the transgression, to put an end to sin, to atone for iniquity, and bring everlasting righteousness. Possibly a better understanding of this interpretation is the 70 plus 62 equals 69 weeks in verse 25 brings us to AD 26, and some New Testament scholars think that Jesus began his ministry in AD 26 and died in AD 30. But verse 26 simply says, after the 62 weeks, an an anointed one shall be cut off and have nothing. And in this interpretation, Jesus' death did occur shortly after the 62 weeks. C, or third. A third possibility for the start of 490 years is 445 BC, when Artaxerxes gave letters to Nehemiah authorizing him to build the wall and build a home in Jerusalem. But 490 years after 445 BC gives us 46 AD, a date well beyond the crucifixion of Christ. An alternative to this view is to see Christ's death occurring in the 69th week, which would be about AD 39, but is still too late. However, some interpreters argue that a year in this prophecy should be calculated at 12 months times 30 days, which equals 360 days. And on the basis, 69 weeks of such years equals 483 years of 360 days, and that comes out to 80, 32, or 33, depending on whether Artaxerxes' letter in Nehemiah 2, 5 through 8 is dated 445 or 444 BC. It's difficult to decide between these alternatives. An additional question is whether Daniel's prophecy allows for a gap between the 69th and 70th weeks. Dispensational interpreters understand 926, Daniel 926, to allow for the entire church age in verse 27 to describe the 70th week, which includes a seven-year great tribulation and the appearance of the Antichrist. Dispensationalists argue that Daniel's vision appears to be dealing primarily with the events regarding the nation of Israel, not Gentiles. Other interpreters have thought that no such gap is implied by Daniel's words. Last paragraph, and then I'll leave it to you to sort this all out. There are many difficulties in deciding between these interpretations, which also involve questions of the proper approach to interpreting biblical prophecy. In all, this is crucial not to miss Daniel's message for his audience, namely, that God has allotted 
the amount of time for these events, and therefore he's in control and his people should trust and endure. I hope you've been exposed to that before, but now you have for sure. And good luck as you sort it out. Thanks for being with us. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.